This episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with scents such as caramel latte, fireside, sweet potato and brown sugar, and our signature scent, orange spice. Orange spice gives notes of cloves wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that is sure to capture the hearts of fall lovers. So be sure to visit secandleco.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandleco.com where they lovingly craft each scent to elicit a fond memory of any candle lover to a place of pure joy. Yo, 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 internet, it's your boy Be Easy. Back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, everywhere you get your podcast for free 99. Um, uh, middle of the week, Wednesday episode. Um, how y'all doing? You know, y'all got your Facebook back working? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know, this is an interview episode, so I, Got a chance to talk to my homeboy, you know, known him for about 15 years, Kendrick James. Um, so we're gonna get into that a little later, but you know, Facebook was out yesterday, y'all. How did y'all do? Did y'all uh fare nicely? Did you do like me and run the Twitter? I know I did. Well, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, that they were all out. Yeah, I mean, I was I was kicking it on Twitter a little bit. Um some people didn't. Some people were worried. They some people I saw they called their uh, service providers and cussed them out. Um, uh, some people checked with the internet at the crib and all kind of stuff. They checked the Wi-Fi and all kind of stuff, but uh, nah, it wasn't none of that. Uh, I heard that Facebook got um, Facebook got um, hacked, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I read an article that said um. Mark Zuckerberg's because of the uh, the thing that happened or whatever. Um, he lost six billion dollars of his net worth, so you know he ain't gonna be able to supersize or can't make it a combo because he 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 only has one uh, one hundred and twenty one point six billion dollars uh, left. So that's how much he's is down. So um, you know. Send the thoughts and prayers up and healing energy, Mark Zuckerberg, because he is, is doing bad. He's check the check, y'all. Um, but yeah, y'all. Before we move on, we had some um, we did have some emails and stuff um that I want to get into. Now this is one, the old one, older one from the homie Trees. Now you know, nine uh, eleven. We did an episode. Talking about, um, you know, where were where were you on nine eleven? So you know, I got to interview, um, um, a few of the other hosts of a few of the other shows that's on the uh, Crux Media Group podcast network. Um, so I asked, you know, some people to send me theirs, and uh, this is one of them. Uh, Tree, she said, I was home looking real crazy, pregnant, being asked by my mom's best friend's uh, nine year old daughter 
um, you really bringing out bringing a baby into all of this? How do you feel? What is kind of question is that for a nine year old ask? Anyway, um, she said I I stared at her little behind because she just stated that she wasn't going anywhere until my mom's macaroni finished. Um, she said truth is at that very moment she, she inserted so much fear into me as a young mom. She said she was only nineteen years old. Um, she said her son was uh, born five days later and all of her fears disappeared. So uh, shout out to that smart uh, young nine-year-old daughter for asking you that question because you really brought your son into this world. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, how do you feel? That's very inquisitive of a nine-year-old. But yeah, shout out to you, Treese, the homie. And y'all going to hear Treese on uh, uh, Insecure show when we bring that back for the season five finale series finale um shout out to your son too on his new job his new endeavors shout out to both of y'all if y'all want to send us in your uh your um you know where were you on 9 11 because i really want to know what what do y'all remember from that day um dj blaze show at gmail.com we also got a few email couple of emails um let's get into those emails voicemails i'm sorry let's get into those voicemails now Yo, what's good, what's good? This is your main man, DJ High Star, co-host of Carolina Sports Talk. Yo, be easy. I'm in the middle of y'all episode right now. You're talking about Lauren Hill. And um, shout out to you, be easy, for knowing your music stuff. Yes, they changed the BPM or, or whatnot and, the, uh, you know, the beats on the back of her song so that she could perform certain songs. And if you also notice, I pay attention to little stuff like this. Her newest, like her credit and her, um, whenever she's listed or whatever like that with credit, she's listed as Miss Lauren Hill now. So to your point, bro, I think, yeah, the record label, I think, on her likeness and her name, and that's been a point of contention for her as far as why um, she hasn't been excited or looking to perform whenever she gets booked. She mentions it on, on that Nas verse, on Nas album. Um, but we'll talk about it rather. But look, man, y'all doing the, y'all doing the damn thing. Yoshi, what up? Big Cliff, what's happening, man? Y'all be easy, bro. And uh, be easy. Just watch out for me in, the, in that uh, fantasy league, bro. I don't know what we play, but, but when we do. And your ass, Mr. Postman. Uh, shit. Oh, uh, anyway. Um, I don't know when we play in that fantasy league. Uh, shout out to DJ High Star from uh, Carolina Sports Talk um, podcast, which airs every Wednesday. Well, not airs because you don't air a podcast, but they come release every Wednesday. Um, I'm three and one. I don't know about you, High Star, in that. But yeah, like I said in that uh, episode with uh, Coach, uh, that, damn, what's talking about coaching with Yoshi and um, Big Cliff, we were talking about. Um, the Fuji's going on tour or whatever and how Lauren Hill it was a time when she couldn't perform her own song. She had to change the tempo and all of that, or she would get sued by the record label. So um that was he was referring to. So shout out to him for that call. Um and we got another one. So um play this one. You be easy was good. Shemaine man, DJ High Star. Once again, once again, just uh, had to pose this quick question. I'm on the road traveling right now, but just random question. Who has 
the worst accent on TV right now between the RZA Uh-oh. Ah, that was the end of the message. Ah, I don't know who else he Well, he's referring to the RZA on, on Raekwon. I mean, on uh, on Wu-Tang. I don't know who has the worst accent on television, but I don't like how that dude is playing the RZA's voice. Um, And I guess he's getting by because the show is good. Um. Oh, and a new show come out. Well, this is coming out on a Wednesday, so a new show comes out Wednesday. But the last episode, um, where they did the beat and they show how they made um I think it was Protect Your Neck. Um, it was a good episode, but yeah, a lot of people talk about how that dude is doing their voice or whatever. Um Yeah, I had to get those emails out of the way because I didn't want to go too long. Um, you know, Sunday we'll have another show releasing this Sunday, even if it's just me by myself. Um, but I'm gonna put something out for y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all. Um, but like I said, this is an interview with the homie Ken James, who has a um, a video game truck. You know, whatever thing you can make some bread playing video games. But if anybody was gonna figure out how to do it, my man Ken. So um, shout out to him, and I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. If you had any questions or anything, you know what I'm saying. His information will be in the show notes, and you know, all of that. Um, but yeah, man, djbladeshow at gmail.com, 444-236-2370. Let me know what you think of the interview um, and all that kind of stuff. Let me know who you want to have, want me to have on the show. You got somebody who does some stuff, um, has a, a great business venture they're doing, are they successful in whatever they're doing, um, hit me up, and I'll have them on. Um, but anyway, uh, let's start the show. Entertainment and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. Now, now, now. Yeah, 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 internets. Welcome back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, I saw uh, I saw um, a smoke signal, and the smoke signal said DJ Blaze Radio Show. I'm just saying, y'all, we everywhere. You get your podcast for free. Um, but today, you know, this is the interview date, our Wednesday episode. We usually interview somebody that I think is uh, could be inspiring to some people that could be, uh, you know, they're doing some innovative things. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, this person I've known for a while. Um, met him at a job a long time ago in, in a whole nother state. It's crazy how we met. It was kind of random. But, you know, we'll get into all of that a little later. But, um person i'm talking about is mr ken james welcome welcome yo yo what's up b how you doing man oh man i'm good how you doing man man chilling bro trying to stay blessed out here man word word yeah man like i said man me i met let me see what year was maybe was it oh six oh seven 
Oh, and it was, I believe it was um, probably early 06, I believe. Early like 06. April. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, on the show, you know what I'm saying, listeners, I, I know y'all hear me talk about my time in Virginia or whatever. Um, and when I was living in Virginia, I was working on, I was working for a railroad company. And so it was one day, I had a route, we were going to uh, Cumberland, Maryland. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, you got to, uh, I don't know if. I was were you the were you the uh, what they call it the shuttle what did they call it back then when you had oh, a pilot when you had a deadhead well well now nah, when you have like somebody that uh showing you the route or whatever your first time or whatever oh yeah I don't think we had an actual name for it man I, I can't you, if did they do, call I it a pilot it could be man like it's been so long man my terminology on all of that has kind of fell off so yeah but e- either way <laughs> one of, I I don't know if I was yours or you were mine or whatever you were training or whatever um. Mm-hmm. So we on the train or whatever, and we talking, and you like, yeah, I'm from South Carolina. I was like, what? I'm from South Carolina. And you was like, you from Marion? I was like, what? Now you from Marion? So, you know what I'm saying? So me and him get to talking or whatever. So he tells me he's a producer. Like, he does music. I was like, what? You do music? He's like, yeah. So, you know, cap wasn't a word back then. But I was like, come on, man. He got to be capping. I don't know. I ain't never met nobody who did music. You know what I'm saying? So we, you know, get off work, whatever. He's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm about to do some beats or whatever. And he did a beat, y'all. He did a beat in like 10 minutes. And it was a fire beat. And I sat there and watched him do it. I was like, oh, man, this dude got some talent. So not only that, he do, does, does beats. You know, we get cool. I go to the crib. He got a painting in the room. Uh-huh. I'm like, who was that? Like, who did that painting? He's like, I did. I'm like, what? You did that painting? He's like, yeah, I do some painting or whatever. Like, he do painting on the side or whatever. Like, who does that? Anyway, and it's, you know, 15 years ago. You know, I'm young. I don't know nobody. So he was like, yeah, I was painting. It's a painting of my grandma in church. I was like, okay. He showed me the picture that he's painting. It looked just like the picture. I'm like, man, this dude do everything. So then he tell me he do the producing. He painting. Then he start rapping. Now he, <laughs> now he can rap too. Like, what can't this dude do? Like he even convinced me to get on a on a song, y'all. Um, but yeah, this the homie though. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, me and him go way back. Very talented, um, producing, painting, writing, um, even uh, uh, photography, all of that, y'all. Um, but if you follow me and follow my pages on on social media, you see me post pixel play. Um, and that's why we, you know, got him on here today uh, to talk about Pixel Play. And Pixel Play is, well, I'll let you explain what Pixel Play is, kid. No, it's cool. So Pixel Play, basically, it's a game trailer. And I think it's becoming more popular now. So may, more people may know about it. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, we we pull up and we do birthday parties, events, um, festivals, those type of things for kids or whoever, man. Whoever's trying to have a good time and play some video games. So um, it's been a blessing to me and my family, man. And we, what we're really trying to do is just... Uh, medicate our community especially in these covid times through playing games mm, i like that that's a good is that a catchphrase right there <laughs> no nah, it can be though it man you right. got we're we gonna <laughs> save that we're gonna medicate the community through playing games that's a good phrase right there and you came up with that off the dome i like that but um so what got you started into doing um the video games yeah man so you, you probably know, man, from my era, man, we grew up in the 80s. So, you know, we were introduced to like Atari and Nintendo and everything. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing games all my life. 
But I think what really pushed me in that direction is that, you know, I, I continued to play throughout my adulthood, right? Mm-hmm. And um, being at my past job, I would come home, you know, and, and to waste time, I'd just get on the game and just kick it. Mm-hmm. So I figured, I was like, yo, me and my son, we started playing some of the games together. And I was like, man, look, if it's that big of a part of my life, why not make it even bigger? So I tried to come up with ideas of ways to, you know, turn it into a business. And this is what I ran into. So, you know, it's all timing, man. It's all God. It's mm-hmm. all, uh, you know, those type of things, man. It's never really you. It's, it's just making sure that you pay attention to the signs that God throw at you. Mm. Now, I, I did see because, you know, we friends on social media and stuff. And I saw where you uh, at one point you had like built, a, a, I guess, a racing chair. Do they call it a rig or something like that? It's like an arcade racing simulator is what it's called. Um, OK. They have them at many different levels. Like some of them move and some of them are stationary. But mine happens to be a stationary one. Um I was just so intrigued by racing games. I was like, yo, I, I love to shift gears. My first car was a stick. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, I got to have one of them so I can play my favorite games. And um, I actually came across this post this guy did. Um, I can't even remember the guy's name. I want to give him his credit. But um, I came across that and I saw that he listed out all the parts that he used to build it. So what I did as an artist, of course, like I twisted it. I did my own take, my own style. And um, I just came up with my own look, man. And I, and I um, took his layout, his parts and everything like that. And I just flipped it and turned it into you know, a brand of my own. And um, just through doing that, man, it just inspired me basically to, to um, at first I wanted to do like a racing competition truck where I would have like four of those mm-hmm. and have people come in and race each other, you know what I'm saying, like that. But, you know, it was really expensive. So what I did was I said, okay, I got all these games laying around the house. Why not make that a feature piece? And then everything else would just be the supporting cash, you know what I'm saying? So it just ended up being like that. And um you know, it's, it works, man. So, you know, I'm proud of that. Yeah, man. And I'm proud of it, too, for you, man. Because I, I, I see the, the truck. Like, I've seen, you know, different, like, entertainment trucks. Like, um, maybe some that have, like, televisions for, like, events or whatever and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And even, even like, the um, the the video game trucks or whatever. Like, people have them, like, like you say, for, like, birthday parties for kids or whatever. But, um to the, like the way you guys marketed and you see the kids and they all enthralled and in the games and they looking all happy and stuff. Like when you, when you thought of doing it, was that in your vision too? Or was it just to put the truck together? Man, like when I first did it, to be honest, man, I'm not going to even lie. It was all about me trying to find a way to make money other than the way that other people thought I should be making it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I, I was, at, I worked in logistics and um, it's a cool industry. I think I learned a lot from it now looking back at it because mm-hmm. it, certainly helps me out in what I'm doing customer service wise when I deal with people, but it really wasn't for me, man. Like, um, I needed to be unleashed as far as, um, you know, being able to use my talents and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it really pushed me in the direction to be able to, um, you know, sometimes pressure kind of makes things happen. I feel like being in that environment pushed me to what I'm doing now. And, um, that's probably to be honest, man, one of the only reasons why it actually manifested the way it did. Mm, okay. Okay. Now, now you saying that, especially when you talked about it being the 80s and, and you starting um, the games in the 80s and stuff, that, that made me think of a segment that I do with people when they, you know, their first time on or whatever. Um, and I didn't do it at the beginning, you know. So I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to do this now. I'm going to pause on the interview portion. And I didn't prep you on this, so this is going to be right off the dome. All right. So I call it the fade five. It's just uh, it's, I'm, I'm going to ask you five things. Okay. And and it, it, you just tell me your favorite one. So cool. the first thing I'm going to ask you is your favorite cereal. It could be growing up or right now. 
What's your favorite cereal? Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes? Man, look, it's it's so many though. That's that's hard, bro. Cause I mean, coming up in that time, man, like I was introduced to corn flakes mm-hmm. first. My grandmother ate that a lot. That was mm-hmm. like an old school joint, right? Mm-hmm. You got Rice Krispies. You got all the ones with no sugar. Like it's well, they got some amount of sugar, but it's like really bland. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know those, right? And then you got Fruit Loops. You got Frosted Flakes. I eat so many types of cereal, bro. I probably got like eight or nine in the cabinet right now. But Frosted Flakes have. is the is the uh. That's the consistent one. That's okay. the one you when you buy it, you always know the flavor's gonna be right. Like mm-hmm. now, some of the ones I buy, you can tell like the ingredients got kind of changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like they used to be banging back then, but then now, you know, it's something going on. They they taking something out that's not leaving that taste in my mouth where mm-hmm. it's like it used to be. And it may be just getting older and you know what I'm saying and appreciating different things, but um, I just don't, you know, when going back to them, it doesn't feel the same, bro. So So Frosted know. Flakes that old reliable. The old, old reliable, faithful. man. Just something that I know when I buy the box, it's going to hit right. Word, word. Okay. So we're around the same age, so I'm going to ask you this. Your favorite shoe? It could be a sneaker, uh, mm-hmm. a dress shoe or whatever. Your favorite shoe? Man, I'm going to say, and I, and honestly, bro, I'm not even a sneaker head, man, but I had like the red and black Jordans. You know, I, can't, I don't even know the number, man, but they had like um, the side of it was all red, but then the black was through the laces in the front, uh, the shell of the toe. I can't call it, bro. I know it's so many joints out, man, that it's, it's kind of confusing for me to say it like that. But um, mm. that was my favorite pair because that was uh, in high school for me. And that was the first time my mom actually, uh, you know, splurged on some shoes because before that I was rocking whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even know what I had on my yeah. foot, bro. So that was your yeah. first. What 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 grade were you in there? You remember? Man, I, I, I could have been in like 10th grade, man. It took me that long so to really come around to fashion because, you know, I'm a, I'm an art guy, man. So I don't really even pay attention to my clothes like that. Not yeah. until I got a little older and I, you know, started making my own money. We're going to say them the 10s. I don't know if they were the 10s or not. We're going to say your favorite was the 10, maybe the 12. We'll say that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, now, this is one that's a, uh, it's, it's caused controversies when I ask people this. Mm-hmm. Favorite episode of Martin? Oh, man. The one where uh, he was fighting uh, Tommy Hearns. <laughs> okay. This is the first yeah. time somebody said that. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, hey, man. When he came home with the swole head at the end, bro, like, hey, look, you can't top that, man. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you got all the, you know, um, Jerome coming in and his little highlights. But for a full episode, I think that was my That was the one for you? Yeah. yeah. Especially, like you said, at the end when he peeked around the corner and yeah. his head was all bust <laughs> up and he asked Gina to give him a kiss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that's the thing, like, back then, that was kind of fresh and new because we didn't have all the CGI and all this kind of mm-hmm. crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of threw us off guard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Well, we had, we were at three. Um, okay. Your favorite actor, your favorite actor. We'll, we'll, we'll ask that one. Mm-hmm. I got to go with, with Eddie, man. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say Eddie bro. Cause he, um, he played a lot of different, if you look at his career, he tried a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know it's other people that kind of extend themselves. I know Denzel is out there and everything, too. He did amazing movies, right? But Eddie, to me, is, is something about comedy that I keep coming back to, man. Like, even if I go to Netflix or whatever right now, it's always let me find the comedy stuff first mm-hmm. and see what's new, and then I go somewhere else, you know? So, Eddie, your favorite movie? How many times have you seen Pluto Nash, Then How about that? Oh, man, it's, it's been a while, bro. Like, I saw that. I don't think that was out. When we, it, may have, it may have came out when we was in like college or something, man. Like around what is it, like early two thousands? Yeah, I can't remember. I re- I just remember that was a horrible movie. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that was, <laughs> he got some bad ones now. Don't get me wrong. But that's like, still your favorite guy. That's my dude, man. You talking about man, uh, vampire in Brook- Brooklyn? Uh, come on, man. Yeah, he was America. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. killed it. All of those, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. All his he can he cannot make another bad movie and still still be um. 
up on the Mount Rushmore of of, of, of actors. Yeah, um, yeah. Now yeah, he can't lose. He can't lose. Bro. Now, now the last one. Since you know we here talking about your game truck, mm-hmm. your favorite video game. Mm. Man, it's a lot of them I, out there. It's a lot of them, man. I got I gotta go with the original Mario One, man. Wow, the one, the one that's paired up with the duck hunt, though. I gotta have both. Okay, with the duck hunt on there. Okay, you gotta have a duck hunt too, man, because. At that time, it was just fresh, man. With the, the light gun, come on, man. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that really took me over the top. And then, and then, if you think about it, the people from my era, if you play Mario, there's so many secrets in that game that when you actually play it now, it's like, dang, you still remember that? You mm-hmm. still remember that block was right there? Or rocking the turtle, game, rocking the turtle, all of that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like just getting through like the mazes and the castles and stuff. Like some of that stuff, you just got to know, or you got to look it up. We used to have like the um, what was it? The little books you had to buy. Oh yeah, so, like Nintendo <laughs> Power or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like that. I got a couple of uh, books in the attic, but yeah, man, that's that's probably my classic, bro. And then from that, everything else happens, you know. Now, um, I've never asked anyone that question, so I I have to t- say mine. My favorite, I think, my favorite video game of all time might be, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Turtles in Time. Oh man! Oh my God, bro. See that's that's why I'm saying it's tough, but it's my tough. Thing is, it I'm is giving, tough. I'm giving Mario deference because it came first. You know it came saying? first, it yeah, tough. yeah. But, but especially yeah, for I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that was I went. I didn't think you were gonna go to the original Mario, but that's yeah, a good man. one. That's yeah, a good yeah. one though. Like uh, even if like you know uh, Mario Kart uh, for the SN- for the Super Nintendo, that was a that was a great mm-hmm. one. That I always because I I never bought games. My mama never bought me the games. But Friday. I get to go to uh, Finkley movies, yeah, or, or, uh, <laughs> or uh, um, Blockbuster maybe if I if she want to take me to that side of town, and, yeah. and I and I get to rent a movie every Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, rent a game every Friday. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what I did. So back to the to the video games and the gaming truck. So you had the idea to do the do the truck. You had the um um you made the um the racing chair. Or the race, you know, the game or whatever. Um, what like made you get the idea to say, okay, I'm I, I'll do a truck, and like the way your truck looks, especially from the pictures, it looks like world class, like top of the line, like what where what did that you know that mental process come in with the um with doing the truck? Man, I honestly, bro, I've I've been thinking about that a lot, and I think the answer to that is that. I'm just loaded with a bunch of talent, man. And I, mm-hmm. and I feel like when I had the idea and when everything hit right and, and God was like, go, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I can trust myself to get it done because I have the skills to do graphics. I can, I can market my own. Mm-hmm. I can do videos for myself. You know, um, I can do all these different things. The music behind my videos, that's music I made. Oh yeah. So, I know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm putting yeah. all these elements together and I was so comfortable and confident in it because I was prepared for it. And mm-hmm. that was just years of me just doing what I love to do not knowing that I was setting myself up for this type of situation. So I think being able to move into that, it, it, it was really easy for me. And when it, you know, for some people, it may not be so easy, but you know, those things, as far as like a uh, website, graphics, stuff like that, I didn't have to worry about or pay for. So that opens up my pocket to do things that I really need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, invest in my truck, making sure that, you know, like for instance, I, I actually drew everything out before I even touched a piece of wood or I painted anything. I just wanted to make sure the layout was right. I wanted to make sure the cabinet height was comfortable for an adult, but still adequate for a child. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like everything I did was was um like I wanted to be universal. For like even my truck, like the truck is all black with a logo on it. So it's like I'm not trying to lean too far one way. Now I can still use it for adult parties and I can do kid parties too. Ah, uh, okay. So you see what I'm saying? So it's like I, I like to think really long before I make moves. And I feel like this is just an example of, you know, what happens when you just take your time and you trust in God and you and you know, you just let let faith take over, man. So, so you mentioned like you, you uh, drew everything out or whatever. So like all of the interior and all of that stuff, you built that yourself? Yes, I did. I did all the cabinet. I built every cabinet, all the squares you see on each cabinet top. I cut every little small piece out and placed them and rotated them so that the grain could go different ways. And just those different uh, touches, you know, like if you see that square pattern on the, on the um, cabinet top, if you look to the far back wall, it's bigger. It's like a, I think a six inch, uh, square piece that I cut for the back wall and I con- construction glued those up to have that same pattern. So it echoes what happens on the desk. Oh, wow. And, you know, and then the color play and everything like that, I, I kept it real monotone with the blacks and the grays so that I can make the orange and the greens pop out. And when you see them, they really make a difference and they mean something when you look at it and see it. Instead of having a splash of color everywhere, I kind of st- strategically placed it, you know, using my art talent that, you know, with that situation yeah that's what i was gonna say that's that art stuff right there because i would have just been my truck would have been black and white yeah <laughs> <laughs> the only colors nah, would have been man. on the people's shirt when they come in you know <laughs> so don't do yeah. yourself like that <laughs> that's that's <laughs> i like that though man so and like you said all of the things that you've done previously kind of led up to you know yeah. it you use that in the things that you're doing now like like the photography like you said the music and and all of that so and the art too um so where, where did what, the name Pixel Play? Where did you get that 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 name from? So yeah, that's that's kind of interesting too, man. Like I I actually attended the Art Institute of Charlotte here in Charlotte when it was here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly if they still exist because I I know um I checked the campus and they were gone, but um I was there and I did a project and it was called Pixel Playground. So okay. you know I went in and I did the logo and and the logo was almost exactly like I did it in the class. Mm-hmm. But when I had this idea for the game truck, I said, okay, I did a bunch of logos in my lifetime. Let me just go through my catalog. So I started flipping through and I saw a pixel playground. So I just pulled it to the side. And then I um, I took like, I don't know, I had like 12 names or so. And I shot it in a text to my brother and I let him check it out. I was like, yo, what sounds like a game truck to you? Cause I like, I really like to consult with people I trust in, you know, that mm-hmm. I feel like has, you know, good taste for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what about pixel playground? And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. So I, I went for it. Right. I went and did um tried to do the legal side of it and found out somebody had that name. So what I did was um I just cut it short. I said, okay, pixel play. And then when I did that, it made sense because now I can use it for my photography. You know, p- playground wouldn't ne- necessarily work for photography. So cutting it short gave me a lot more flexibility. Mm-hmm. So um so I think you know it's just like I said, like God has His way of putting you where He needs you mentally. You know, mm-hmm. so you can be able to accomplish what's what's there for you, but if you're not looking for it, man, I promise you, you'll miss it. You know what I'm saying? But, but, um, but I think that's how it worked out. Well, I'm looking, guys, show me something. I need it. Show me, show me. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so you, you, so the name Pixel Play goes for your gaming truck and for like your photography and, and, and stuff too. So it's, yeah. Okay. Yep. So okay. I can play it under different, different branches. I just, you know, you know how it goes with the legal side. You just gotta, you know, um, purchase all the right necessary, uh, um, you know how they have different packages for different things you do. So mm-hmm. you can't just take pixel play and do everything. Mm-hmm. You got to say, okay, if you want to sell bars of soap, you got to have a particular license for that. So you got to pay for that one as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
So if I have like three different things I'm doing and Pixel Play fits it, I just pay for those separate and then we're good. So in the, in the beginning, when you, you had the idea, whatever, and you tell your family you want to do this, um, how did your family like take your idea or whatever? Uh, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like I, I rarely ever share everything that I'm doing. Like when mm-hmm. I started this, I think the only person that knew was maybe my mom and my wife. Mm-hmm. And when she saw me, I think what convinced her was that I built that the, um, the racing simulator. Like she was like, oh, yeah, so you're going to build an arcade machine, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm about to build this arcade machine. So she, you know, she kind of played it down. I could tell in the, in the way she moved. I know I, I've been with her for like 20 years now, so I know how she moved, right? Mm-hmm. I knew she wasn't believing in it. So I went and bought, <laughs> I bought, you know what I mean? I know how she moved, bro. So I, yeah. I went ahead, I bought, I went to eBay. I bought a chair. It was an NRG chair, right? <clears throat> I mm-hmm. bought that. It came to the house. And I told her, like, yeah, I just spent $200 for the chair. She was like, you paid $200 for the chair? What you got? And then I just started building it. And then over time, I started hearing her conversations on the phone with her friends. She was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he's building this thing, and this it looks so amazing. Like, you know, you need to check it out. Once now she's flexing on you now. Right, and now yeah. she's doing that. So from that point, I think that was the turning point, and her believing what I said I was going to do was going to really come into fruition. So, um, you know, I just kept following it, man. Like, I'm one of those people where I don't need confirmation from anybody that I'm doing the right thing. I just do it until it just feels right, you know. Yeah, so, like, um, eventually they're going to see, you know, you're going to show yeah, them. Yeah. I've been doing this all my life. Like, I mean, even from my first drawing, like, that's the process of creating something that somebody can believe in. So I feel like I've, I've like trained myself mentally to, to understand that, you know, it's a process to everything. So I don't look for the win up front. I, lo- I look for it through the process. And then, you know, once I have that product, then that's where the win comes in because now I have something unique. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, managing my money, managing my time, making sure I have enough aside that I can take care of the family and then also take care of this new thing that I have in my mind. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, you got to be careful with that because sometimes you can go too deep mm-hmm. depending on, you know, if you if you think you got it and you you overshoot and you know what I'm saying? And now you put your family in a bad situation. So it's, it's always some some back and forth with that. You got to kind of manage. So, yeah, that was one question I had because like you, you I don't want to say you do you do a lot of stuff like you. You are able to do a lot. I don't are you you still do the painting? Yeah, I, I do everything, bro. I feel like now that. You know, I've I've done uh, the game truck. Mm-hmm. It, it keeps me busy for the weekend for sure. So my week is opened up. So um, normally if I don't get a party, I get like maybe one or two during the week. But mostly I have like Monday through Thursday off to do whatever I want to do, whether it's answering calls, doing emails. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I usually use that time just to be creative and feed my mind. And, you know, I started working out again. So I'm trying to get my fitness back. So, you know. um, You're just trying to dunk again. I know. Man, I'm trying all of that, bro. All <laughs> that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just a blessing, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to maximize because I know when you in your your element and you in your moment, if you don't take it and up it, man, somebody will try to beat you where you're going mm-hmm. if they feel like they know your vision. So I want to keep up in the ante, man, and, and and stay with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I um <clears throat> so what has been what hasn't been like like in the um because I know like you live in the um Charlotte area. So have you, um, do you do all over, like wherever you get a call or wherever you get booked or? Man, I'm, I'm in the mindset that, you know, if the money's right and my day is clear, I'll make the trip, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the money has to be adequate enough for me to make sure that, you know, maintenance on my tires and everything is, you know, in, in the conversation. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll set the price right and I'll take a three hour trip if I have to. Okay. But, um, but normally, like I, since I've been gaining more traction here in Charlotte, um, I've been doing like, maybe i don't know 
60 to 70 percent of my parties are parties are right here in charlotte okay and um sometimes the surrounding areas like huntersville um fort mill rock hill indian land um even uh lake wiley all, all those places man like um you know wherever i can show up man if they're close i'm getting it have you seen like a um like a response in the community like um people recognizing you or recognizing your truck and stuff like that yeah, man, I, I get people that, you know, they beep the horn when they ride beside me. Hey, what's up? Wave their hand and then they good, you know, and they they ride off. But but it, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool being known like that. The kids certainly know me when mm-hmm. I, um, I walk through a mall or something like that. They kind of remember my face and they call me out. But um, but it feels good, man, being a part of a community where people know who you are and you, and you pass around good vibes, man. So, you know, I, yeah, I'm blessed for that. Well, that's what's up, man. Um, yeah, I figured it would be like that, especially um with the kids. Um, they go uh-huh. Mr. Pixel play or whatever they call you. Yeah, yeah. Right at right at my son's school, bro. Like I, when I show up, it's like, yo, you gonna bring the game truck through? You know what I'm saying? They always asking, man. When I if I ever park my truck in my driveway, I got kids knocking on my door, want to hang out and all of that. And it's and it's cool, but you know, it's it's dangers in that too, man. Because mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be shut in the space with a little kid, and then you know, our kids' minds do, man. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be liable for anything like that. So. Mm-hmm. I guess my my way I deal with that is I just make sure that they know I need to speak to their parents and we have a conversation like, okay, this is where your kid is. You know, you you can always come here and find them, but Mm -hmm. you know, they only have this amount of time and I make sure I explain to them exactly what's happening. And and, and also I just keep it wide open. I have my concession window open and the back let down so people can look in. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what, this is a personal question um, for me because you know, I play the game still too. Like you Mm -hmm. say, you get home from work and you jump on the game or whatever. Um, the the PlayStation Five. How, have you had a chance to play it yourself yet? Yeah, I, I got a PlayStation Five. I put it on the truck. I have um, I got a new Xbox as well. But um, mm-hmm. on the PlayStation side of it, man, I th- I think it's dope. I just feel like it's it's not really um one of those that you got to have right now. Okay, like, I, you don't necessarily need the system right now, bro. Because I know a lot of people can't get it. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, they don't have any like exclusives man so when they start dropping exclusives it's, it's gonna be like yo i gotta have a ps5 but for right now whatever's on there you can play on the four it's just gonna be a little slower running you know what i mean ah uh, okay so i'm but good with the four right now yeah you're good with the four man i think honestly i feel like for um hopefully for the holiday they'll drop some more and everybody will be able to get some probably not everybody but you know what i mean yeah like they'll, yeah. they'll satisfy a lot of people that's trying to get one so so what's next for you and Pixel Play and uh, and all of the endeavors you have going on? What's what's next for you? So um I think my next move, man, I wanna I wanna go ahead and get another trailer and um have that running by next year. But I'm looking for prospects, man. I'm I'm just out here talking to folks when I do parties. I, I you know I check who I'm talking to when I have conversations. I, I try to fill out my people I'm around. Hopefully I can find somebody that's that's good enough to um to to deal with it because it's it's a lot of things you have to do man as far as being good with people mm-hmm. um, dealing with kids at the same time and understanding how to run a game without hiccups in your party so the kids can continuously play mm-hmm. so sometimes you can't find it all you might find somebody with a cdl but then they don't have any experience with games so disconnect. Oh. you see what i'm saying so to find that person that's sort of like me it's, it's real hard man oh so to so to drive your uh your truck and trailer uh, the person has to have a cdl for me, they do. I don't have one myself, which is kind of funny, right? But, <laughs> but I know, hey, it's crazy, right, B? But at the same time, it's like, I know what the stuff I've been through. Uh-huh. You should have to be required to have one. Oh, like I got you. It ain't no, it's no, it's no joke. I've had to um, back into, you know, up a hill into traffic, you know, and have uh-huh. someone to help me stop. And then you got like a ditch on both sides. 
So you have to know your angle. So if you come out there wrong, your trade, you know, your truck could end up while you're trying to turn into the road. The driver's side wheel could be in a ditch, mm-hmm. and you could be, you know, like that. So it's 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 a lot to be concerned about. And then for me having to make a trailer, you know what I'm saying, and have that in the hands of someone else, I want to make sure that they understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's no, it's no joke, man. It's a lot of money put into it. So I want to, you know, I want to protect my investment, of course. So you got to be smart about it. Okay. Okay. So uh, expansion is, is, is what I'm hearing for you. It is what you want to have in the near future. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Oh. Or, or, um, so can let everybody know where they can find you, um, where maybe they can book you, um, where they can buy some art, uh, okay. Okay. all of that, everything you got going on. Let everybody know. All right, my man. So, um, you can check me out at pixelplay.games, which is my website. So if you, um, it's not .com or anything. So if you go to pixelplay.games, um, it'll have a link where it has my social media. You can find my Instagram, my Facebook, and my Twitter on that. That's probably the easiest way to sum it up because I know um, a couple of them may be a little slightly different. But go to pixelplay.games, check me out right there. If you want to see any of my artwork or request any type of pieces like that, you can go to my Instagram page, which is uh, Ken James underscore the painter. Okay. There you go. Yep. All right, man. Ken, I appreciate you. Everybody, this is the person way back in the day that introduced me to Facebook back hey. when you had to have a college ID. So me and him <laughs> go way back. Um, I, I, I've been wanting to get him on the show for a while, you know, to explain what he had going on and to talk about Pixel Play and finally got it, even though the day we had some hookup some hiccups um with the timing and everything but he was he was gracious enough to um take the time out to be on the show so i appreciate you um um taking the time out and talking to me about uh pixel play and um and your game and how you got started and all of that man um thank you b man i, yeah, I appreciate being here bro you've got an um, amazing platform and dj blaze podcast man i want you to continue to do great Oh man, I appreciate it, man, and I and we will, we will. Um, I just got to look at look for them signs from the from the good master. Um, <laughs> eyes open, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but everybody, it's uh my man Ken James uh with uh Pixel Play, and um yeah, man. So uh um I don't even know what I'm gonna say. DJ Blaze Show at Gmail dot com. Email us uh. Let us know what you think. 444-436-2370. That's the number you can call. Um, Ken left all his social media handles and all of that. So get at him. Uh, I'm going to book him for something. Um, Cause that, that truck look hard. I'm telling you, man. But, uh, but yeah, man, we'll be back Sunday with another episode. Uh, it's your boy. Be easy. And I'm out. Let those who have ears listen. Have you asked this? This is the DJ Blaze show. Show.